Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Hey there, I'm Kim Walsh Phillips. If those of you who don't know me, I am, um, <laughs> someone said to me, we have an event I held this week, that I have more ROI per square inch than any other marketing guru out there. <laughs> it's because I'm under five feet, but it's what I focus on. So I am the founder of a company called Powerful Professionals. I've generated over a billion dollars online for my clients. And we, I am a coach to someone that some of you may know. If you guys know Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank, I'm his coach and the people he has on the show. Dan Kennedy did all of his book launches. I've worked with Hilton Hotels, Bravo Television, and I went from a place of needing to hawk my engagement ring in order to make payroll to growing my company to a multi-million dollar firm that I exited from to start my coaching business, where in one year we went from 32 clients to 11,000. I have, I have the receipts. I've gotten awards that mean that I had to get my books audited for, like the Inc. 5000 Award 
and the Two Comma Club Award. So I don't just say there's people on this app, on social media, and other places who will tell you how awesome they are. They'll show you a picture in front of the jet or the Ferrari that they rented for an hour, but they have no backup to their claims. My claims have been verified. Okay, so there's that. All right, so we're going to talk about today, though. I'm going to admit, I'm going to have like, we're going to have a confessional. I They may still do this, but I remember back in the day, I used to watch, um, I don't know what it was called. It was on MTV, and they'd all be in the house together. I'm not sure what it was. And then they, I, you know, I'm old school MTV when it first started, and they would go into the confessional room, and they would speak to the camera, and they would tell you those secrets that you wouldn't know otherwise, right? Which we now know was all producers and all the things, but let's just pretend, okay? So this morning, I'm going to do that. I have a confession to make. In my life, I have a, ha a background of achieving big things because in my house, I had a brother and a sister who had some issues going on who needed extra attention from my parents. My sister still struggles with a few things in her life. My brother had major health issues, was in and out of the hospital a lot. And so my parents, rightfully so, were incredibly occupied with both of those children. As a parent myself, I know if somebody is suffering from something, you're gonna, they're gonna get your attention. Um, my youngest right now has the flu, poor little baby. First time she's ever gotten it. She's nine, she has her first 5K. We, I'm a coach for girls on the run. And uh, she has her first 5K this Saturday she was supposed to do and she was so excited and she's a softball tournament, all the things. And she was just um, tested positive for the flu yesterday. Bummer, but she's getting a lot more of attention from me right now than my older daughter is because my older daughter doesn't have the flu. So that's super normal, right? Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because my parents gave more attention to my brother and sister, what I, my internal um, decision-making brought me to achieve big things because what I noticed was, and this is all subconscious, but this is the work that I did later in my life, I noticed that when I did big things, they paid attention. So if I got an award, they would come to the event. If I was nominated to lead something, they would go to that and I would get attention. And I'm super thankful. I, this is one of the things that I go to God with incredible gratitude with, that I chose that path versus becoming self-destructive or doing bad things that would get me attention that way. And so I, it made me hardworking, high-achieving, ambitious individual, the fact that I ha sought my parents' approval by getting attention, okay? So I'm super grateful for all of those moments in my life. Now, because I had that, I started forming this thing, this thought, and I wonder if any of you have this. This is my confession. I started having this thought when I was younger that I can do hard things, and I would like stand upon it feeling really, really proud about that. Like, I am Kim Walsh Phillips, and I can do hard things. And I used to think that, and I think that now, right? I thought that now. I could do hard things, and I was like super proud. I, I mean, some people give up on it because if it's not easy. I can do hard things. And this was something that I would hold on to. Like, this was part of my identity. Can you let me know inside the chat, have any of you ever had that thought like you were super proud that you could do hard things. Can you put in the chat right now the word me, M-E, if you have ever had that thought, you're proud of yourself, that I could do hard things. Anybody? No one? Oh, okay, here we go. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys are super fast. Oh yeah, okay, good, good, I see it, okay. So Remy and Kim and Monica and Dora Marita and Marianne and Ramon uh, and Lolita and Christina and Linnell and Dakota. Okay, good, and there's a nice long list. Okay, cool, and if you're not in the chat, go get on in there. We have some incredible humans that are participating in the chat. Okay, so this is my thing. I can do hard things. Okay, so I am a coach in my coaching company. I personally um, coach in my um, top tiers of my business. I have 300 people who are in my coaching, and so I'm a business coach, and I've helped them to 
scale their businesses online. A lot of them to go on, to go on and start doing digital marketing for the first time, to launch their first webinar, to make their first six figures, to make their first seven figures. That's what I do. Okay, so I'm a coach. And so because I'm a coach, I'm constantly studying ways that our brain works so that I can help my coaching clients have more success in their journey to achieve big things. And so I'm always working on it. And it's a beautiful side benefit to what to, what I do for a living because I always will apply what I'm learning to myself. And so I would always work on that. And I had one of the things that I had struggled with in the past was my physical fitness and my weight. I this I'm mean, like, we're going deep confessionals, y'all. Um, and I'll be honest, I had a, after my first book was published in 2000, I'm actually going to get like a little bit clumsier. <sighs> okay. At, when I published my first book, um, in 2015, the one with Dan Kennedy, I went on a book tour. I didn't take good care of myself. I was exhausted and I was shaking lots and lots of hands and I picked up on some kind of virus. I got really sick and I ended up in the hospital for almost two months missing, most of the holiday season with my little girls that year that I'll never get back. And I, in that hospital, something shifted in me and I used to, so this is like all the confessionals, I have never dealt with stress in any way other than distraction. And back in the day, I used to smoke cigarettes. And so that would be my distraction. And so if I was super stressed out, I would go have a cigarette and something in my mind connected to smoking and relief of stress, but it really wasn't relief of stress. It was just a distraction from stress for a moment. But after I ended up in the hospital with pneumonia for two months, I'm like, okay, well, we can never do that again, right? We're never doing that again. We're never picking up a cigarette again. And I did not recognize that that's what I was doing. And instead I went to food as a distraction and I ended up gaining a lot of weight. And I went, and then during the pandemic, homeschooling my kids during while trying to work, and one of my children has some behavior issues that got identified during that time that I didn't see, which I'm grateful for, but it was a very, very difficult time. I gained more weight, and I had not yet dealt with why I was doing it, and I don't have regret about any of that. I'm so grateful that my body found a way to give me distraction in the time that I needed it so that I could survive, so that I could take care of others. But I had every desire in the world to solve this problem without it causing me, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna keep going, okay. I had every um, desire in the world to solve this problem without going on something like a fad diet or doing something, because I've done all those things before and they didn't work, because if they worked, I wouldn't be in this space again. And so I wanted to do things differently than I'd ever done before. And I had heard this whole concept of I could do hard things. I had applied to weight loss. And I don't know why I thought this was a good idea. But I, would, I had heard someone say one time, you know, it's, it's, there's hards. There's, it's going to be hard no matter what. Like, it's going to be hard either choosing the cook, um, you know, it's going to be hard saying no to the cookie or it's gonna be hard trying to get your jeans on. Choose your hard. And I used to think that that was like the thing, right? Like, of course, that makes sense. Like, yeah, I'll choose my hard. But that's so dumb because we don't, I don't wanna choose hard. Like, who, which one of us is like, yay, it's so hard? No, we really don't ever think that. And in the moment, my body's not like, ooh, it's so hard not to, like, to put on the jeans when I'm looking at the cookie. No, I'm not actually dealing with the jeans when I'm looking at the cookie. So that way of thinking does not work. It, it is, it's like, it makes you dread all the things. And guess what? Thinking about your entire day as hard will make you want to do. It'll make you want to have a distraction. And so that's not a good idea. Instead, how could we look at it differently? And so some of you may know, have heard her before, um, Corinne Crabtree. She's on this app. I absolutely adore her. She's a woman of incredible impact. She has 15,000 people in her coaching. I got to meet her on Clubhouse. I had been following her for a long time. She has a podcast called Losing 100 Pounds. And I had listened to it for a long time. And I loved her mindset work. And um, it's one of the, it's always rate, it's always ranked in the top five of all of iTunes of health and fitness. She's amazing. Um, and I had joined her 
coaching and I met her on the app and we actually became friends, which is incredible to me. And I, I just adore her. Well, I just decided um, in one of my commitments to this year of self-care that I was going to figure out how to make her program work for me because I hadn't really been following it. Because another thing my brain likes to do is decide why I am a unique snowflake and regular people rules don't apply to me, which is ridiculous. But that's what I used to do, which would prevent me from having to take action on things. And again, if any of you ever think of that, regular rules don't apply to you, question that in your brain because it's oftentimes an excuse our brain will put up so that we don't have to take action on something. So I went to them and I said, I want to, um, I, I went to her personally, having built a relationship with her, and I said, I would like to go all in on this, but I would like to have um, quicker results. I want to find a way to make this easier for me. How, what could I do? And she shared with me, they have a private coaching program I could up-level and get a private coach inside their company, and I could work with someone one-on-one. -on -one. And she actually gave me the head of all of the coaching, an incredible person. Her name is MJ, to be my personal coach. Okay, so that's where we're at. I 100% practice what I preach when I want to reach a fast path to something. And I this is going to come back to marketing, by the way. So if any of you are thinking, is this like just deep confessionals by Kim Walsh Phillips today? I mean, yes, <laughs> but also I will bring it back to business. Okay, so I start working with someone and MJ is an amazing coach. I am so thankful for her and she's helped me to see things so differently than I've ever seen them before. And one of those things I've identified about myself is my desire to see things as hard. And I have completely changed that mindset, which is so cool that our brain works that way, that anything we thought before, we can actually change if we work at it. And what my change in mindset has become is, how can I make it easy? Like, how can I make achieving my goals easy? That's my new motto, and it changed everything. If you actually operated in your day thinking, how can I make my goals easy? It makes the whole day feel lighter. It makes everything more enjoyable. It makes it so much more simple to reach your goal. And so when it came, I'm going to talk to you about quickly what I did with it came to like the way that I've done things um, for my fitness and weight loss. And then I'm going to talk about how I apply it to my business. So how do, can I make it easy? Well, I want to drink um, two and a half liters of water every single day at a minimum. So I went and bought myself a really great um travel mug that holds two liters of water in it and it has the bottom that it fits in your cup holder and it will keep my water nice and cold that I can put have it there so it's easy for me to sip so I always have it with me that I can finish it I drink a glass of water before I start drinking my coffee because that makes it easier I then have another one that I keep to the side of my bed so when I get up in the morning I can have it like I've made that drinking water is now easy. I wanted to get physical fitness and I made a goal now to get 10,000 steps a day. I built in steps. I didn't have to go say now I'm going to spend two hours working out a day. I'm able to get 10,000 steps a day just by focusing more on moving my body more throughout the day. It became easy. Like it doesn't have to be hard. Easy is that I have my food prepped. I do a little quick prep in the beginning of the week and when I go to have my dinner, I know what I'm going to do, or from the restaurants, I can make easy decisions of what I'm going to order. Like, it's not complicated anymore. I literally don't have to think about it. It's just easy. I journal. I wanted to, like, this is one of my unique snowflake things. One of the things that Corinne teaches is that you need to um, create a 24-hour plan, and you could eat whatever you want, but you have to plan it. You have to write it down. You have to be in control, and that's my big thing. Like, I am in control. I can achieve all things, I choose to make them easy. And so how did I start doing my daily journaling? I keep my journal on the couch. Like literally, it's the, I'm, a, I'm, I'm somewhat of a neat freak, but I choose to keep my journal on the couch in the spot that I sit every morning where I do my writing because I get up early every day and write. And I keep my journal right there with a pen with open to the page that I'm going to write on so it's easy. I don't have to find it. I don't have to look for it. I have my journal. I write down my plan. And I've done since um, February 15th, I have journaled every single day. I've gotten over 10,000 steps every single day. I've drank my water 
every single day. And um, I run a 5K with my daughter with Coaching Girls on the Run. I ran four miles, and I didn't even feel like I was going to die. And I'm someone who hasn't moved in a really long time. I'm super, I always was super high energy, but I've never been this kind of physical fitness. And since February 15th, I've already lost 30 pounds. Whoa. 30 pounds. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. I'm like, and it hasn't been hard. It's been easy. It's been easy, and that's girl. the way I choose to think about it every single time. So then I was thinking, okay, this is amazing, and I love it, and it's a completely different way of looking at life, and it's so much more enjoyable, it's so much more light, and it's easy. So how do I then take that concept to my business? How can we take this to our business? How can we make it easy, right? So... I started looking at that in everything that I do, everything that I do. How could I make it easy? First up, when it comes to your business, how could you make it easy? Stop thinking about the work that you do as applying to a niche or an industry, okay? If you could imagine this, did you ever go to a dinner party and there's a, like you're in a big group of people, you're at a big table and you're trying to hear conversations on either side of you and really neither one of them is making any sense because it's just starting to sound like noise because there's too many conversations going on at one time that's what it's like when we try to communicate to an entire market an industry a niche or even try to get our brain to focus on that because we cannot speak directly to multiple people at the same time yes on a stage can i do it looking out into the market for sure but i still can't mention every single person that's in that audience all at one time and connect with them i can't it's impossible right it's impossible so how do i make focusing on my target market going after my messaging super super easy how can i make this easy you focus on not an entire market but one person one person. I want you to think about that person that you, is your favorite client of all time, that you absolutely, positively, 100% adore working with, and you focus, and every time you create a marketing message, you think about sharing it with that one person. Or it's somebody you would love to work with. Maybe it's someone you've encountered on this app, or a prospect that you have, or Someone that is in your market who you're like, ooh, if I could just work with this person. like, Or even you're like, if I'd love to have Oprah as a client. If I could just get Oprah as a client, this would be amazing. Then Oprah is your target person. It doesn't matter, one person. Or if you're like, I don't even know about that. I don't know who it would be. I haven't really worked with someone that I've completely connected with. It's super easy. You focus on you. Where were you at? Focus on what how, what you would do right now, what messaging you would put right now if you're going to talk to yourself two years ago. What messaging would you say to you two years ago? What would that be? Okay, so you pick one of those. And then you make all of your messaging talking to that one person, talking to that one person. So you're not trying to connect to an entire market, an entire niche, an entire industry in your conversations. You're just connecting with one person. And it helps them to speak, to think, to feel like you're reading their mind because you're so deeply connecting because you're focusing your messaging on one. And it is so much easier to have an effective message when you're thinking about speaking to one person, like an email you would send a friend, or a text you would send a friend, or a post you would put as a comment on your friend's post. When you think about just one thing you would do to one person, it becomes much more authentic, much more magnetic, they want to come towards you, like all of those things, so you think about that one person. So my person, his name is Alex. Alex owns a business. He has between a quarter million and one million dollars in revenue in his company. He's frustrated because he's put energy into digital marketing in the past and it's never produced, never produced the results that he wanted. And so he's annoyed because he feels like for all the effort he's put in, he should be making more money by now. In fact, if he actually breaks down the amount of money he personally makes for the amount of time that he works, it's incredibly depressing because he's put so much effort and energy in. He is, he does great work, 
but all of his his new clients come to him via word of mouth and referral and he's annoyed because he wants to be able to control the growth of his company and he doesn't know how. He's thinking towards his funeral occasionally, it comes to mind, and he thinks about what his kids will say about him and he's not thrilled. He's not thrilled what his spouse will say about him because he wasn't as present as he wanted to be and he, he wasn't present thinking that he'd be more successful, but he's not and he doesn't love that. He's super active. He's an awesome on-the-go guy. He does sports, Tough Mudders, um, cycling, plays some kind of sport. He's ambitious. He's willing to follow a blueprint if he gets it. And he loves his family deeply. He loves his clients deeply, and he just needs to know how to fix what he's what's going on right now. That is my guy. That is my Alex. And any time, in any place, I focus my messaging on him something he can relate to, connect with, focus on. And so all of my posts speak to him. And so what's so cool about that, like think about that. And even the example that Ramon gave earlier about speaking in the audience, if you have somebody that you absolutely love to work with, that exact person, who are they? What do they do? What do they like? What do they want? And you love working with them. Like if you were going to be on a flight and a five-hour flight, and you were going to sit in first class and sit next to them, like, it'll make you so happy that you got to spend all that time with that person. You can actually get, all, like, that same person multiplied inside your business by focusing on that person. Because <laughs> because I love working with these business owners who are super... Hey, listeners. If you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Ambitious, hardworking, and action takers who care about their families, their physical fitness, and their companies. That's who I track into my company because I focus on that. So I actually get to completely pick and choose who I wanna work with, and I do. And you can do that same thing. You can focus on one person, one person. And then how do you get that person to um, want to opt in to your list, right? How do you get that person to want to become your client? How does that work, right? Well, you have to give them some kind of free gift. By the way, I have an example of it. I'd love to give a free gift to all of you. I have a free course. It's called the Audience Builder Blueprint. It's completely free, and I give you five ways to leverage social media right now um, in order to drive more clients in. It's 100% pitch-free, and it is just my gift to you um, to be able to grow your audience, get more clients, and build your list. And I, I see um, Shamika... She just got it from this room. Pamela just got it from this room. Let's see what else. Mark just got it from this room um, because I have a software that shows me exactly what's going on. Joel just got it from this room. So you can um, snag it for yourself right now at the top with the free course. Okay, so what you need up front is some kind of free gift because you're not going to show up. Ah, it's obnoxious. If you've, heard, if you've heard people in this room be like, and you're going to fill out an application and book a call with me. And I am going to have a conversation with you about whether or not you should be a client. That is not the way to sell people. That is basically showing up that first time you sit next to someone on a plane and be like, hey, want to buy something from me? Nobody wants that. Nobody woke up today saying, I really, really, oh my gosh, I really want to be sold to I really, that was my dream for today is somebody could just sell me something that would make this a good day. Like that is not how people wake up, but yet that's what we think we need to do inside our business. It is not what we need to do inside our business. We want to attract them first with value and give them a gift that would be something they want. So you go back to thinking about your Alex or your Allie. What is something your Alex or your Allie would want? What is something your Alex or your Allie would want? Now, your free gift. This is a big one, y'all. Your free gift should be something that can be consumed in under 15 minutes and give that individual a big win. Help them to have some kind of transformation. 
get more love, um, get more money, get more time, get more joy, um, get more client, whatever it is. It should have some kind of win for them and be able to be consumed in other, under 15 minutes. They are not going to spend more time than that with you when they first meet you. And if you don't do that, then that free gift is not going to help to establish you as the authority and expert, nor bring that client in to want to do business with you. So that free gift needs to be super quick and easy. If you're giving them an entire long ebook and you're not a famous author, change your front end gift, okay? And that's another side note. Do not copy the marketing strategy of famous people. Don't look at Glenn Lundy, who has over 100,000 people in his club, or Tony Robbins, who has millions and millions of followers, or John Lee, who also has hundreds of thousands of followers on the app, or Brene Brown, or any of the people you follow and think, I'm going to do something just like they do, you can do something just like they do when you have a following that is big as their following. There is this change and shift that you have when you are celebrity and authority, which is amazing because you can actually <clears throat> achieve that level of celebrity and authority in your business. So we'll talk about that. But they, they have different marketing rules. So it's like, Kim Kardashian could release a brand new blender and it would become the hottest blender there ever was. It would be on millions of people's kitchen counters next week if she released a blender. And she would just have to hold up a picture of the blender on Instagram and people would buy it. But you can't, I can't, maybe you can, but I can't, if I held up a picture of a blender on Instagram, it would not sell out next week. That marketing strategy would not work for me because I'm not Kim. I am a fabulous Kim, also with fabulous hair, but I do not have the ability to sell things by holding up one photo on Instagram and because of my fame, everybody will buy it. So don't apply what famous people are doing and apply it to your own business. They're, the marketing strategies of them are awesome, but they're not gonna 100% apply to you because you don't have the same audience and same celebrity pull, okay? So focusing on that is really important. So when it comes to that free gift, you may see people offering a book as their free gift. That only works if you're a famous author. It really does as the front end offer for lead generation because they're not gonna read an entire book when they just met you. That's not gonna happen, okay? So what they need you need to do instead is give them a quick win. Now that's good news for you because that's super something super easy to put together as a free gift up front. You could literally go to a great website that's called answerthepublic.com, answerthepublic.com, and you could research your industry. You'll put your topic in the search bar and up will come the top questions that people ask in Google about your niche. So I might put something in there about scaling your business and it will show for me all the questions that people are asking in Google right now about scaling your business. Now it even shows you, um, I'm going to put go into there, answer the public.com. Okay. Uh, it even shows you um, in coloring um, of green, which are the most popular color um, searches, which is really cool. But I'm gonna put scale your business. Okay, so then up will come a, a, um, a listing of all the questions that people ask about scaling your business on Google. And I can go in and I can see the answers to the questions that they're asking. And so right now I could see when to scale your business, ways to scale your business, does business scale well, when to scale, scale out, what does your scale your business mean, how will you scale your business, when to scale, who, scale up, who can help me scale up my business, how do you scale up your business, what, uh, let's see, let's see, da, 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 da. Why, do, why small business is better than big business, how to scale your business online, um, how to scale your business books, how to scale your business quickly. So these are the top things that people are searching for online right now in my niche. So I could take one of those topics and I could just simply answer it 
Or I could even take 10 of those topics and I can make a, a tip sheet and make my giveaway the 10, um, the 10 most commonly asked questions about, put your niche in, answered. Okay, then I'm gonna go to Zoom. If I don't have a Zoom account, I'm gonna set one up. You could have a Zoom account for free that you can record up to 40 minutes worth of time on. And I'm gonna record an answer to those questions. I don't want you to write this all out. I want you to record it. If you're willing to record it, do it because that will help you to establish authority and celebrity with your niche because right now at the top of the page, my free course, I have handouts for you, but I also recorded a video. I walk you through the five strategies of how to generate more clients using social media. I'm walking you through it. That helps me create a connection with you because we are now connected in the way that there's authority. You spent time together. You, I gave you something that can help your business. You can do that right now with that free gift, record a video. Now, if you're like, I just, I don't want to put my face on camera. I don't want to do it. You don't have to. I would love to put your face on camera in the very beginning just to say, hi there, I'm, and say your name. And then you could go off camera. If you can get that one sentence out on camera, that would be amazing. If you can't, you could just show a picture of your face when you say, hello, my name is. And then you could literally just screen share slides and you could have the whole recording be slides if you don't want to be on camera the whole time. Um, but having a recording will help you to create faster connection and authority. So again, it doesn't have to be hard. It could be super easy. You have 10 things, five things, three things that people are asking online and you send them and that becomes your free gift. Okay, so then now we're like, oh, okay. So I'm just gonna speak to one person I'm going to think about my favorite person I want to work with or myself a couple years ago. I'm going to create a free gift that's going to be easily figured out by just going to the answerthepublic.com. I'm going to record my quick video. I'm going to have that up as my free gift. Okay, awesome. Super, super easy. So now I'm like, what next? Like, how do I, how do I then turn that into... How do I get people to actually like go there and do that and opt in and have that conversation? Okay, so I am going to have, um, if you go to my, uh, let me just make sure that this is true. So I'm going to go to my link right now. I'm going to go to the free, um, the Audience Builder Blueprint Coaches. I'm filling this in right now. And okay, I think that this is right. Oh, yeah, it's, it's selling a ticket to a one-day workshop on the thank you page that no longer exists, so don't buy that. But you can sell them. <laughs> so there's an offer on the thank you page or something that already happened. All good. That's all. Also, by the way, you can put up um, pages of things that are expired and still have a multi-million dollar business. So that's good news for everybody in here. How do I know? Because I just did that. Okay, so you can have on your free gift what we normally have on the thank you page is a invitation to either um, book a call with someone on my team to talk about how we could work with you to scale your business, or it is selling you a ticket to an upcoming event, or it is um, giving you an opportunity to join a Facebook group that I have. That's Those are the different options that we'll have on the thank you page. And so on my thank you page, someone has already said they're interested in my topic. They already said that they trusted me enough to give me their contact information. And so now on their thank you page, basically I'm saying, I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna do something for you. I'm gonna give you an opportunity to work more with me. Now only five to 10% of people will take advantage of your thank you page offer, only five to 10%, but it's worthwhile having there because it could fund all of your marketing. And you could drive clients in the door without having to ever reach out to them and ask for a sales conversation. Just by having leads there, you can drive in, or just by having an opportunity for them to buy from you there, you're going to drive sales in the door just by having that there. So if you went there, you saw I had that offer on the thank you page for the one day workshop that I just had this week on Wednesday. And for this event, this one day workshop that we had on Wednesday, we sold um, 146 tickets to that event and 27 of them came 
from people buying a ticket to my event just by my from my thank you page offer. That's pretty amazing because that's like super passive. I don't have to do anything. It was just there, and 27 of those awesome humans bought their ticket from just having that thank you page offer. Okay, so we're gonna set it up. We're gonna focus on one person. We're gonna have the free gift. We're gonna have a thank you page offer. And now we're like, where do my people come from? Okay, what if this could be easy too? <laughs> what if it could be easy? What if it could be easy? What if I could make it super simple to get people into my business and I didn't have to spend money on Facebook ads. I didn't have to spend money on Instagram ads. Now, I do, by the way, because I want to scale. So if you want to scale, you are going to invest in advertising. That's another conversation for another day. Um, you don't have to start there. And what if I could do it? And guys, there is a, there's a, a software that helps you do this on autopilot. I'm about to give you a huge secret. It's so good. Okay, it's called Drip. Drip, if I dripify, okay, and I, I mean, I didn't even set up my affiliate thing with you yet before I'm telling you about this. But there's only, let's see, how many of us are in here right now? There's 169 people, so you're about to get this information. Dripify is a LinkedIn automation and prospecting tool. Dripify.io, D-R-I-P-I-F-Y.io. One of my mod homies, when you find it. Put it in the chat for folks so that they can get that link. Okay, so here's how it works. It is so freaking cool. And they have a free trial so you all can try it out before. I'm actually just in the free trial right now um, because I'm in my first seven days and I wanted to see how it worked before I paid for it because I wanted to see if you could do everything in free trial because I like to give my coaching members free trials for things. Okay, so this is so cool. We are... Um, you set it all up. You go in there and you create your search criteria of who you would like to connect with on LinkedIn. So I put in who I want to connect with. So it's like I want to connect with coaches and consultants who have businesses that are more than two years old. I want them to be second connections. I want them to be in the United States, Canada, or the UK. And I... Um, no offense to Ram and your beautiful country, but your time zones don't really work as well for my people. Um, and I will, those are the people I want to connect with. And then you search for it and then you tell Dripify like the URL of when you search. You'll see, you just like copy and paste whatever you found when you did that search. You copy and paste that URL into Dripify and then you set up a campaign and it walks you through it. It's like, okay, it's going to connect for you. And when it connects for you, what do you want it to say? So I'm actually gonna walk you through what mine says right now. It's so this is it's so freaking cool. I found this out because the company that bought my firm um, in 2018 um, that they did LinkedIn lead generation and I did Facebook lead generation and they bought my company and now they have all the social medias, which is awesome. But I had a friend of mine say he wanted help with his LinkedIn recruiting new employees via LinkedIn. And I sent him over to the guy who had bought my company. And they said, we could do it for you, but there's a software that you could automate. And my friend John, he runs a very successful state farm insurance agency. He has multiple locations, and he's always recruiting new agents. He started using this, and he said it was amazing. Not only did it start to work, he's just had his three best hires ever doing this process. So I was like, dang, I'm going to try it. And it's working so well until, until this doesn't work anymore. I always do that as my little caveat. Like at some point, LinkedIn will be like, uh-uh, this isn't not working. But right now it's working great, so keep you can use it. Okay, so what you do is you put your, you put your search criteria in, and then in the campaign – you put in what you want to happen next. So in my campaign, it goes first, it asks them if they want to connect. Now you can personalize the connection request. So my connection request has their name in there. You can actually put like their name, their first name, last name, their position that they run, their company that they're in, their location that they're at, like all of that stuff you could put in there. In my connection request, I just have their name and I said, I came across your profile and would love to connect here. Cheers, Kim. That's all I put in my message. Okay, so that gets sent to them. If they don't accept the connection request within five days, 
I then it automatically follows them. And if they still don't connect to their question, connection request in five more days, it views their profile because once it views their profile, then it knows if, um, you know, some people will then follow you back when you do that. Okay, if they do accept the connection request, it then automatically endorses their skills, which that helps to create some street cred when you do that. And then you, it sends, online, it sends them a message, one quick question, and it puts their name in. We have a free Facebook group all about scaling your business. Interested in getting the link? Question mark. So it, it actually is asking them that question automatically. You can keep going with the automated messaging. I don't. I end it there because I just want to see what they say back and I want to respond to them. Okay. So that will automatically work on that space, which is so cool. Okay. So then here's what's happened in this week. So, um, okay. Let me go to my campaign. It will give me all of my stats. Um, it's been, and it, it doesn't do it super fast. It like doesn't, it doesn't go, uh, very fast because you want to make sure that you're not going to get in trouble with, you know, LinkedIn and get any of those things. So let me just do my statistics here. Okay. It's pulling it up. We're getting it. It's happening. Um, and I don't completely know what I'm looking at. So that's also one of the challenges that we had. So, um, okay. So on the first day it sent 20 invites out and it messaged 20 people and then it went to 28 and then it went to 39 invites out and then yesterday it sent out 55 so it can increase over time which is really cool and so 32 percent of the people that it reached out to automatically accepted my connection request 32 percent so one out of every people three people that it's requesting to connect with and then 19% of them responded back and said, yes, they would like the link. And that's all happening automatically. <laughs> so crazy. It's so awesome. Um, and so what if it could be easy? LinkedIn is amazing because my network on there, they, that you can invite them to an event. You can use LinkedIn events and invite them to a webinar or workshop. Or you could simply just go live once a week and you could be delivering content, establishing yourself as the authority and expert. And how could you make that easy? Because you're like going live once a week. That feels like a lot of work. Well, how could you make that easy? You could use the incredible app called StreamYard. StreamYard lets you pre-schedule content that you've already recorded. So you could batch, let's say you take those 10 questions you just found on answerthepublic.com. You could make 10 separate quick individual videos that you could record on your own um, in one sitting, you know, take an hour, record your 10 videos. Then you go into StreamYard and you schedule them out for the next 10 weeks. So two and a half months worth of content to show up on LinkedIn Live at the same time every single week. You can also go, StreamYard will let you schedule it to go out, not just on LinkedIn, but also on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube, all at the same time. And then because you've been automatically connecting to these people on LinkedIn, you now are showing up with your authority building content, answering questions, you there thinking in their heads automatically. So you're setting yourself up as the authority and expert in their niche creating your own television show that is going to operate without you having to do it in real time to your exact perfect prospects. How about that? So it doesn't have to be hard. It can be easy. So if you're one of the person, people who thought, oh, I just don't seem to know what to say when I go online or I just don't seem to have the time to do it, what if it could be easy. What if you could easily come up with the content by talking to your exact perfect prospect? What if you could easily create the free gift by finding out the 10 questions that they want to answer? What if you could easily grow your network by allowing a software to do it for you automatically? And what if you could easily show up in their newsfeed every single week by pre-scheduling your content? You can. So in your mind, if you've ever thought, I can't, the answer instead is, I can, I just need to figure out how. Challenge your brain to go from thinking that it's hard, that you can't do it, to how could I make this easy so that I can.
so that I can. Um, I'd love to answer, I'd love to have either a takeaway or a share or a question. Monica's flashing away. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that, Monica. Number one, good morning, champions. This is Monica in the turquoise ring, and you are once again a genius. Second thing, um, the Dripify, it sounds fascinating. You mentioned you tell Dripify the URL of of which URL? I, I missed that. And I'm, It'll I'm trying walk to... you through. You actually like pretend you're in LinkedIn and you just do a search for like the exact perfect prospect that you want. And so you're going to put your criteria in. So <clears throat> whatever it might be. So for me, I'm looking for someone who's a coach or consultant. So I'll put that in and I'll put in the location that I want. And I want them to be second connections. After I've looked all those categories up, there's a URL at the top of my search bar, right? Because that's I land on the results of my search, and that page has a URL to it. I just copy and paste that into Printify. I mean, um, no, that Dripply, sorry. And it will tell me, it'll t walk you through how to do it, and that's the URL you give them that they go from. So they're only connecting with people that were part of my search results. Got it. Thank you. That was the only piece I, I, I wasn't connecting. It's the LinkedIn URL. It's not a different URL. Okay. That's right. Yep. Really lovely. I'm God bless America. You are absolutely the most value per square inch in the universe. <laughs> Thank you. I so appreciate you, Monica. You're awesome. So appreciate you. Okay, cool. Question, comment, share. Just unmute your mic. And I'll go pop it. in here, Miss Kim. God, I love that. We're going to go back a little bit to the beginning or closer to the beginning where you said, I can do hard things and you took pride in it or that was kind of the vibe that I was getting. And I thought about this for a long time of the words, I can handle it or, oh, it's okay. I, I can handle it. And I'm like, you got to be careful. Our words are so powerful. What you're asking for the universe to give you. They're saying, I can handle it instead of saying like, I can, I can handle the fun I can handle the, the good stress that's going to come from my life. It's like the, what are you saying? Are you saying if you have a bunch of things dumped onto you that you can handle it and you can manage it? Or are you saying like, give me more? Or are you going to make a different demand to the universe? That, I thought about that a lot over the past like four years. I've noticed a big change. So I loved hearing you talk about that. And I was curious to know if that was kind of your take on it, which was the more you said I can manage or I can handle this or I can, um, I lost my train of thought. I lost the word exact word that you used, but I was wondering if you stopped saying that almost, or if you took a different power in that. Yeah, I love that. So I love uh, my philosophy on that is everything's everything is a blessing. I just need to figure out how, right? So like everything is a blessing, and uh, sometimes I'll say I can't wait to figure out how. I can't wait to figure out why everything's a blessing. So I look at every single thing as a blessing with gratitude. So that also changes that perspective. Nothing happens to me. Everything happens for me. And I choose now in my daily practice to say, um, not how I can handle hard things, but I, um, I make my goals easy to achieve. I make my big goals easy to achieve. So I will look for, before I just start charging in thinking, holding proudly on my shoulder, I can do hard things, which I loved. I loved, yes, I was super proud about that when I realized that way of thinking did not serve me well. I make hard things easy to do. <laughs> that serves yes. me, I can be proud in that. Make hard things easy to do. Now that makes it super fun and I take a moment before I charge ahead to get the job done to say, how could I make this easy? And it helps to make the entire day lighter, easier to accomplish, energy is greater, and I'm bringing to my mind this lightness about the things that I do are easy because I choose to make them that way. Hey, nice, I love it. Yeah, so good. All right, unmute, share, ask a question, go for it. Hey, Kim, this is Scott Simons. Good morning. Yeah, good excellent. Morning. Hey, excellent segment. I was in the shower, so I caught the tail end of, of your share, but you said that you had lost um, some weight. Could you go back and share how you lost? Uh, what, what, what are you doing? 
I know I heard the water intake and I heard different things, but I, I didn't hear it all. An excellent segment, as always. Uh, I always learn so much whenever you're on here, but good morning. Yeah, good morning. Okay, so yeah, I made it super easy. I follow Corinne Crabtree is the her coaching program is what I'm in. I have a private coach in her program, and she and she has um and she has a free course you guys can go through. That's um the No BS course. If you look up Corinne Crabtree, um, and she teaches these four basics. Her four basics are: you only eat. We don't use food for entertainment. We can enjoy the crap out of the food that we eat, but we don't use food for entertainment or celebration or anything other than we only eat when we're hungry. You only eat when you're hungry. For You don't eat for any other reason. You stop before you get full. You drink plenty of water and you get plenty of rest. That's literally it. It's called the four basics. So there is no crazy like anything i have to eat 17 grapefruits in a day or i only eat grass-fed beef on tuesdays or any of the things that are difficult to maintain for the rest of your life i wanted to find a way to do this that would make it easy that could apply to regular life because i have a regular life that i want to have for the rest of my life so for me and one of the things that i actually worked on besides getting 10,000 steps a day besides I'm um, making that easy, besides getting my water in and making that easy, besides prepping my food and making that easy, one of the things that I had to work on was I can make being hungry easy. I could make being hungry easy. So it used to be that if I was hungry, I needed to eat something. And I now choose when I get hungry to think, ooh, my body is snacking on that year of cruising that my husband and I did with the kids and all of those fabulous meals that we had. It is having a good old feast up in there. So I choose to feel hunger at with gratitude that my body is burning calories. And I, I choose to do, I've been, I created an eating window for myself. So I do not eat before 2 p.m. every single day. I finish eating by 7 p.m. every single day, so I don't go to bed full. That makes it easy, because there's no question, if I'm hungry before two, I am not eating, so that allows my body to have an easy answer to that question. I don't have to contemplate it. I don't have to be in deliberation about it. I choose to do that. I also choose to um, eat higher protein and lower carb, because I feel better when I do that, and I have less craving so that makes it easier for me not harder can i i will choose to have things that they come up during this time i've we've gone to disney and there's certain things that i enjoy to have during this past time i've gone on vacation there's been certain things i've chosen to enjoy during this time so it's not a strict or restriction type thing it's because that makes it easy so for me always seeking out how could i make it easy those things make it easier for me to accomplish it. So it's really just been on learning to see hunger as a sign of success with what I'm trying to do, discovering that I actually have power over what I do and how I respond to stress and um, situations that I'm in without choosing to do it and choosing to have um, things that will support my goals. So I track it all, I write it all down, I choose to track on a daily basis, and then I choose to write and journal about times that I'm super proud of myself for choosing my future self and my decision-making, and I'm super proud of myself in times where I can choose, make a decision that I'm going to be grateful and proud of when I wake up in the morning. And I will think of that often. How do I wanna think about this decision tomorrow? And then that helps me to make that moment and that choice, which is really cool. It's a great way of operating. So it's just, it's been easy not hard, that's the thing. And if we could start to look at everything in our life like that, how could we make it easy, not hard, then those things become so much lighter and so much better. And sometimes I can't figure it out. Like I have my youngest child has some stuff going on with her right now and it's not easy for me. It is hard right now, it is hard. I, and I know that, but I want it to be easy. So I have sought out an expert to help me figure out how to make it easy. Like sometimes we can't figure it out ourselves. That's literally why I coach people on how to scale their business and how to have 
how to leverage digital marketing in order to grow because most of them find that hard. They find it really, really hard to do that. So I break all those concepts into easy and I show them exactly what to do next in order to scale their business, work less time and figures and revenue when they never did before. And we make it easy. So sometimes you're gonna need an outside perspective on how to make it easy. I needed to do that when it came to my health journey. I wanted to change my mind, not just my body. And so I needed a coach to show me. I do that for people when it comes to business, how to scale their business. Well, whatever you're struggling with, if you're like, I want it to be easy, I just don't know how. It just means you're super normal. We can't read our own label from inside the bottle. We sometimes need somebody from the outside to do it for us, super normal. But you can find someone who does know how to make it easy for you and ask them how to do it. So you just go to somebody else and you ask for their advice on how to make it easy. So thank you so much, God, that's a great question. And we're gonna be heading over to you in your segment in just one minute. Okay. Last, um, last share, takeaway, aha, any of those thoughts? Anyone? Anyone? I happen to say someone who's too, super comfortable sitting in the silence, but it makes everyone else feel awkward, which by the way, that's the final thing I'll give to you is a sales tip. If you wanna increase your revenue, the first thing you can do is increase your pricing. And the way that you do that is when they ask you your price, you tell them and then you say nothing else. You don't apologize, you don't make excuses, you don't tell them that they could think about it, you say your price and you sit in the silence. Okay, <laughs> that's it for today. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.